Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Walsh. I'm excited to say hello to the globe. Each week, I'll bring you new ideas to your spiritual path by letting you hear how other folks have walked their path or how they awakened. The planet, the solar system, and every being in it is waking up in some way. There's always bigger, brighter waves to surf that will change our world. So grab your boards. Welcome to Surfing the Psychic Waves. I'm your host, Christy Welsh. Today, we are going to be surfing the grabby waves. This is part three of this funny series uh, set of shows that I'm doing. And uh, it might seem strange with all the world events going on right at the moment to be talking about money right now. But I've noticed in my psychic travels for many years now that while everyone is looking over at that uh, going on in the world, the sensitive types can look at their own energy and there's a little more wiggle room without all of that attention on your space. So you can kind of work on the money stuff uh, and nobody's going to really notice. <laughs> sometimes it's not to be sneaking around, but sometimes it's kind of nice to get a little bit of the the space around us to sort of experiment first before we unleash it to the world. So this week, um, Jupiter moved into the constellation of Aries, which starts the astrology wheel. So we are in this new space of beginnings, and Jupiter has a lot to do with wealth, has a lot to do with luck and making things bigger. So uh, it would be nice if Jupiter over the next 12 years, it's almost a 12-year journey through the all the signs of the zodiac, it would be nice if it made that wealth space a lot bigger. Um, so uh, it just happened this week of May 2022. It's just the start. So if you listen to the show after that time, it's okay. You still have 12 years to move these money things around your space. So don't worry. The last time Jupiter was in Aries was in June 2010. So what was going on for you back then? You might want to think about that around June 2010. That seems like such a long time ago. And it also seems like yesterday. So when I kind of look back, uh, I noticed that I personally started looking at all this money stuff around that time and bringing it out of this sort of fog that I was in about money and this unconsciousness that was like floating around uh, my relationship with money. So I've had a lot of chaos uh, with work and with having money and keeping it. And I just had to make it stop somehow. Like I just had to be able to either ride the wave or have it be really calm or just, I don't know, something else than what was going on. So back in June 2010, I kind of made a pact with myself to just sort of explore, discover, change, do something about the money space. I didn't really have an idea of what that would look like. Uh, I didn't uh, really know what kind of result I even wanted. I just wanted to not freak out if I had to pay a bill or have somebody, I don't know, loan me money or I loaned them money or I just didn't want any issues with it. Like, oh, this is just what happens in a money space. Stuff comes in, stuff goes out. Oh yeah, like the tide. I can do that. I can surf those waves. So I had to get it into that sort of mode for me. And, you know, I've done a lot of spiritual work for, God, I don't know, most of my life. And this was still being an issue and I just couldn't take it anymore. So, uh, you know, I've also seen a lot of spiritual folks out there try to have money. Sometimes they lose it. Sometimes they enjoy it. Sometimes they give it away. 
Sometimes they just hate it. They're just disgusted by money. And I just needed to figure it out for myself. Like, what is it for me? What do I want? Um, I've seen folks in my other workspaces. I haven't always been podcasting, um, but I've in my other workspaces, uh, I've seen people be very, very successful and have all the things, all the stuff, and they're completely miserable. So that didn't make sense to me either. Like, how could that be happening? You know, I would visit friends up in Mount Shasta and there would be some that, that had money, some that didn't, some are in between, some are hiding, some are hiding in Mount Shasta. <laughs> but in a mountain town, you need resources, you know. So um, just me sort of playing with the idea of like, wow, what if I move there? Like, I, I know that I needed all the bells and whistles, you know, to make sure that I don't freeze to death when it's like snowing. I just have certain things about snow and the cold and all that. So I've traveled enough uh, by this point to know that I also need resources for safety in travel situations. So I was getting sort of my needs um, sort of out there of what I needed this money space to do for me. Um, so spiritual or not, I had, I had to come to terms with what I was doing with uh, this space. And my first step was to get to the part where I could even call it mine, like my money space. Like that was just revolutionary <laughs> back in 2010. I didn't, I, I was scared to even say it out loud. It took me a long time. And so today we're going to get into a light trance state and we're going to use this color of sky blue, which is kind of neutral. And we're going to use the sun and the earth like we usually do. But today they're going to be a little more prominent in our space because we're going to look at a lot of different types of energy. And we're going to try to figure out where you are in this mix. And the first couple of grabby wave shows kind of sets the space or sets the stage for the show, but you can do it on your own as well. And I do have another show about the numbers and you might want to do, uh, listen to that show and do the meditation around uh, the numbers as well, because I keep finding that money's just not one thing. It's just not about only the numbers or the dollars or the space or, or the time or the work, or it's really gets kind of complicated after a while. And so once you start to unravel this a little bit for yourself, get a little more consciousness around it, then it becomes a lot more easier. And you realize that it's just a build up of fear. Most of the time, it's not actually a fearful state. So, uh, we're going to use that tool of using a rose out in front of us, um, and we'll either explode the rose, we'll dissolve it, we'll let it go back to the center of the earth. But we're going to keep that roses, uh, any of the roses we use outside of our space. It'll collect energy for us and then uh, dissipate and release back to the center of the earth. So um, we're trying to move energy out of our space that has to do with some of the old ideas, beliefs, words that might have been thrown at us in the money space that aren't in present time. And the idea of present time is that if I am in alignment with my money space at this precise moment, I know where it is. I know kind of what's happening. I'm kind of excited about it or I'm not excited about it, but I'm, I'm in uh, communication with that space. I'm not ignoring any of it. Uh, 
And uh, for all of us, we have something to sort of look at there. Like, and we'll get to that in a little bit um, later in the show. So there's some pieces about money that are just unconscious and it's different for everyone. And we want to know where those energies hang out in our space and where's the fog. And we also want to know what our money style is. And um, we all have a little style. There's some of us that are super economists, but I'm not. (laughs) There's some folks that are super spenders and super savers. And you want to know like where you fit in that mix, like which piece of all this money language that people use really speaks to you. What's your style in this area? And it's a little bit easier to think about that as a style because you can change it up whenever you want. Um, And so we also want to look at the present time energy of it. And is the style you've been using up to now really in alignment with where you are as a spirit today? And we got Jupiter backing us up of this new beginning. And so over the next 11.8 years, we're going to uh, be able to embrace this sort of money idea all over again. So it's never going to stop. So we might as well enjoy it (laughs) somehow. So for today, we're going to be in that space behind our eyes. So let's uh, take a deep breath and get into that space in the center of our head. We want to make this space in the center of our head really easy to be in, very comfortable. It's just you in there. If it helps to be kind of in a sky blue bubble in the middle of your head, that's fine. As we kind of settle into that space, I'd like you to bring in your aura closer to the body for this meditation. I'd like you to bring it about one foot above you, below you, and side to side. We want it very close to you. Bring all that energy in nice and compact and I'd like you to just allow a sky blue energy to be above your head and around that aura we're just sort of letting everybody know in the universe that hey we are looking at something right now we're just in this neutral state we'll get back to you in about an hour so just take another deep breath notice that space in the center of your head we use this uh, six chakra because of its abilities in clairvoyance. When all the chakras work together, um, some of you like to hang out on top of your head. Some folks like to be in the fifth chakra at the throat or at the heart at the fourth chakra. Um, any of that is okay, usually, but today we might be getting into some little kind of squishy energy. The waves may be a little choppy. So we want to be in the center of our head. It gives us a little bit more of a viewing and observer role. And then we're still engaged because we are really in the middle of what's happening with our bodies. We want to notice if there's something kind of in our aura, in our body, that's sort of informing some of the energy around us. So from the base of the spine to the center of the earth, I'd like you to just connect. 
with a column of light. You might call it a cord, a grounding cord. And I'd like you to let that column of light really talk to the earth. Just notice that the earth has been around a long time, knows you very well, knows you as a spirit very well. I'd like you to just allow some of that earth energy to start to flow through the soles of the feet, through the legs, through the hips, and into that first chakra at the base of the spine. Great. We want to just let some of that earth energy start to bubble up through the first chakra, the second chakra just below the navel. You may uh, feel the second chakra a little bit more as we talk about some of the money concepts today. There's a lot of creative energy in that second chakra. Some of the money pictures and energy hide out there. Also the first chakra, anything to do with survival might come up there. And then in the third chakra, at the solar plexus, you might find it contracting or expanding during some of the examples. And so as that happens, we want to just let that energy release. You can notice it, observe it, let it release, have it go into a rose out in front of you. And then when you're ready, you can let it go. And as you do that, as you let go of energy, uh, this earth and cosmic energy starts to fill in even more. Your own energy starts to flow even more. And so what we're releasing is any of the foreign ideas or beliefs or information that might be hanging out in your space that is foreign to you. It's not your own spiritual type of stuff. So then as we let that earth energy continue flowing through that first, second, and third chakra into the fourth chakra of the heart, you might notice that fourth chakra space start to get excited about using all the money to help all sorts of people. <laughs> and that that is a real space. Any of you sensitive psychics out there know what I'm talking about. And yes, we want to heal everything and the whole world and all that. But right now we're just looking. We're not really doing except the rose part. <laughs> so just take another deep breath. Let that earth energy flow through the throat what we call the fifth chakra. A lot of our communication around money will happen here. And usually it's telepathic. Uh, I'll come up with other examples for that a little bit later. You might want to let some of that earth energy flow over the shoulders and down the arms and out the palms of the hands. Some of that earth energy is flowing through the sixth chakra, center of the head and seven chakra top of the head. And it kind of like starts to fountain out. Great. I'd like you to take another look at that grounding cord. And I'd like you to include that aura that's around you. Have it be a little bigger. Might feel a little bit heavy. That's fine. 
We're going to introduce cosmic energy next. So from the top of the head, I'd like you to start allowing some of that solar light to start to flow through your space. It's where we connect with the sun. You can imagine a big golden sun on top of your head. And it starts to flow through your space, through the back channels of the spine, through all those chakras. It's mixing with earth energy as it does its thing. It's going to start flowing up the front of the spine. Some of that solar light will flow through the legs, through the grounding cord, through the arms and the hands. Up the front of that spine, through those chakras, through the center of the head, and out the top of the head. Great. So we kind of use that solar and earth energy as a little bit of an anchor. And we're kind of sitting in a column of light. We have our aura around us. We have that sky blue energy. You can use it on top of your head. Helps you to kind of be a little more neutral. And sky blue on the outside of that aura. Great. All right, we're going to start to get to different examples. And so I'd like you to have a rose out in front of you. And I like it to be the color of what you think your money space is. Sometimes we think of it as green or a purple or an orange. Just notice what that is. So any ideas about the show, for example, and the money topics we're going to discuss, I'd like you to let that sort of fly out of your space into that rose and let's dissolve that rose. It can like explode. It can go back to the center of the earth. However you visualize it, it is going back to the center of the earth. The earth knows what to do with all of that exuberance around money. Just notice that space. Okay, so let's put out a fresh rose since you got rid of the other one. And I'd like you to let it be a little bit open. It's going to fill up with a lot of different kinds of energy. Notice that color. It's your own version of that money space. Great. So as I start talking, just notice how that rose is going to start to fill up. And you'll naturally start to do this. You'll hit an energy that has a little bit of a charge and you want to release that energy into that rose. Um, and we're not saying anything is good or bad. Um, about that energy. It's just that it's not in present time or it's foreign to your own space. And, you know, maybe you collected it along the way, maybe three years ago, who knows? So you just let that rose collect up that energy and then we're going to release it and we'll keep doing this. So we'll go through lots of roses. So sometimes uh, things won't have any charge on them and other times they will. So money has all sorts of energy around it. 
And sometimes people are embarrassed by it. So anywhere in your space where you've noticed that somebody is embarrassed about money or maybe yourself, and maybe you'd like to release that energy, I'd like you to just let that go into that rose out in front of you. So as I talk, you'll keep doing this. Sometimes you want to, sometimes you want me to. So sometimes people think money is a little bit evil or it leads to evil doing. And sometimes people have ideas about money where it should be a struggle and there better be a struggle involved to get money. And then if it comes easy, then that leads you back to the evil stuff. So you just might want to notice that energy. Like for me, I feel that in like my third chakra. So you just imagine that energy coming out of you into that rose out in front of you. You can release it back to the center of the earth or you can let it keep filling up. That's okay. So some folks ignore money entirely. They just won't talk about it. In fact, you have to pry it out of them. And some folks ignore it all over again when there's been a big success or windfall. And then there's some folks out there that they don't have it. And so they kind of start getting freaked out, maybe a little chaotic, and they start running up all the credit cards because it doesn't matter. It's like they're almost trashing their space or throwing a fit because there is no money. And yet somehow they're generating some energy to use it and like spend it. So it's a very interesting thing about that. So anywhere you might have noticed yourself doing that, you noticed it in others, maybe you did something like that a long, long time ago. I'd like you to just let that rose fill up with that energy. You might feel it in different parts of your space. It might be coming from the back of your aura. So there might be also unease about losing money. That once you get it, you're going to lose it anyway, so why bother? <laughs> That's not very um, positive way of thinking, but it's something like that. Where you're going to lose it, even though you've worked so hard for it. So anywhere you're noticing that the effort isn't going to equal the money space, could you just let that go into that rose? Okay. And so for now, I'd like you to explode that rose, let it go, dissolve it. You'll just notice it kind of move out of your space. It's probably pretty full. It might have changed colors on you. That's fine. Just let it go. So I'd like you to put up a new rose as we go through another sort of set of questions and see what comes up. So right now, if I was doing this meditation all by myself, I would be like, hmm, I think I need more earth energy, or I think I need more solar light, or my third chakra, my solar plexus is feeling really kind of weird and a little bit empty. So you want to fill up with that earth and solar light. Your energy is flowing through your space right now. You can fill up with your own energy too. It's going to happen naturally anyway. But visually speaking, we kind of think like, oh, I notice an emptiness. So let's just fill it up right away. So you can just imagine more of that cosmic energy filling up. 
Maybe some of that earth energy filling in feels pretty good. Maybe just having your own energy flow through that space feels good too. And if you can't make up your mind, you can use a sky blue energy. Just filling in. You might notice different parts of your aura that you can actually see now since you move that other energy out of the way. Great. Okay. So what is your style with money so far? So do you want it before you do an action? So you get to like deliver on something. Like you get to fulfill something. So some folks want the paycheck before they done the work. So that's okay. You can have that style. That's just something that you're comfortable with. That's fine. And there's, then there are some folks who want to receive it after you've already done the something for it. And that's okay too. It's pretty much all a circle anyway. But just notice if you're, you want the money before you do something or the money after. Just notice that space. And are you grateful for the money that you have or had? Is there gratitude? Is there gratefulness that's floating around? Or does it that not equate for you? That's okay. Just notice that space. We use gratitude and gratefulness and mindfulness almost way too much now. So just notice that space. You also want to take a look if you're disgusted by money. Is there something that's really gross to you about it? And it may not be you. It might be somebody else's disgust. So anywhere that is floating around, I'd like you to put it out into that rose that's out in front of you. Are you getting offended by any of this money talk? If you can't hear somebody even talk about their money space, whatever it is, you just start to shut it down. <laughs> when somebody starts talking about salary or wages or like the price of something, do you just like check out? Because you're just so offended. Is it your personal style that you don't like to talk about money in certain situations or is it somebody else's maybe somebody else got offended a long time ago so any of that i like you to just let that go into that rose out in front of you so this lifetime where does this money knowledge that you have come from is it from school from friends from family, maybe the news. Are you making it up as you go along? There have been friends that have been giving me money tips, but it's never the same person. <laughs> I may not be in communication with them today, but somehow the tips just sort of flow in. So that's kind of cool. 
And if there's any energy or charge on that, you can release any of that energy into that rose out in front of you. So let's look at some of the beliefs around that. So do you believe you don't need help with money? Is that part of your style? You're just going to figure it out all by yourself. And that's fine. You can totally lone ranger it. No judgment. Or do you believe that you don't know anything? You're just like this little baby in the money space. Anything could happen. It's all new. Do you believe that no one could help you with information you might need? Like the information is going to be impossible to get your hands on. So just notice that space. If any of you have been checking out stuff or NFT stuff and it just seems impossible, just notice where that hangs out in your space. Is it even yours? Because really, it just started. It's not like there's 20 years of history and knowledge behind it. It just started. So, you know, it's not impossible yet. It just started. You haven't missed out. But if you feel like you're missing out somehow or, I don't know, somebody else somewhere in the universe is doing something better with the money space than you are, could you just let that go into that rose out in front of you? Great. So let's uh, let that rose release. Let it blow up. Let it dissolve. Let it fly away. Great. I'd like you to put up a new rose out in front of you. And we're going to look at something a little more squishy. So I'd like you to notice that you still have earth and cosmic energy running and you have a rose out in front of you. So if you encounter an energy that has, you're not into it, you don't want to look at it, you want it to get out of your space, you are going to do that. So have people around you use money against you or sort of wield this idea about money to cause shame kind of big it's kind of a two two-part question there so sometimes you know friends and family think they're being helpful but um we had an aunt and uncle that would talk about how blue collar my family was <laughs> I didn't even know what that was at the age I first heard it all I knew was that my dad ran into burning buildings to save people and put out fires so already at maybe six years old, I was like energetically defensive living. Like in my world, six year old at six years old, he was like a hero. So I couldn't understand what this had to do with money or the collar or how we're living. These quick phrases about money get thrown and they might be thrown around in a family or friend situation where uh, it's almost impossible to defend or decipher or to unravel. And it's hard to tell what the meaning behind all of it was. Was it just an observation or was it meant to hurt or shame? 
sometimes we don't know. And then sometimes our six-year-old ears hear something and you're just like stuck on that. (laughs) So like I might have been spending most of my life proving that my dad was awesome (laughs) when I could have been paying attention to myself. So just take another deep breath. You can notice how the energy kind of swirls around. And I like you to just let any of that sort of energy of phrases and people trying to be helpful, but it's kind of hurting. I'd like you to just let that go into the rows out in front of you. We all have stories like this. And sometimes it's just a careless conversation that gets misinterpreted. But it's not today. And it's not part of my money style today. So anything where that's sort of floating around, I'd like you to just let that Rose, collect that energy. You might notice it for me, for example, in the heart. You might notice top of the head. You might notice back of the aura. You might notice the second chakra, just below the navel, in your gut. Yeah, just let that rose collect that energy. And let's keep going. Let's see how big we can make that rose. So let's collect any of that energy that has to do with what your family did for money. Any of the words or phrases thrown around, judgments around, for example, like vacation homes. Like, were, was your family a renter or did you have a cabin? <laughs> you know, was there private or public school sort of happening? And there was judgments around that. Did some folks go to community college, in quotes, or university? Or was some part of the group, you know, like the first to go to college? Those are a lot of judgments just with that. So let's just take any of that energy and put it into the rows out in front of you. Just notice you can still be in the center of your head. And while these things aren't necessarily money per se. They all point to that money space. So there might be other pieces of that energy having to do with where you grew up. If you grew up here or if you grew up in a poor town where you had to walk uphill both ways to go to school in the snow and the wind. (laughs) It's like there's all those stories you heard from your grandfathers and grandmothers this lifetime. Or that uncle who had built a fortune and then like squandered the money, lost it all. So any of that, like that's a lot. That like hit me in four different areas. (laughs) You could just let some of that go into that rose out in front of you. It's just energy. But when you're in the middle of your day and like the money stuff starts percolating and you're you haven't grounded. most of the day, then it becomes really rough. But right now you're grounded. You have earth and cosmic energy running. You're in the center of your head. You can look at your space. You can look what's hitting your aura right now. You can bring in more cosmic and earth energy. You're safe because we're just looking at energy and we're moving it around. Great. So let's let that rose just sort of dissipate, release, Let it go back to the center of the earth. 
Maybe you want to explode it. Great. So now that we've cleared off all those little pieces of energy, I'd like us to imagine a different scenario. So let's imagine you go to your little grocery store in your neighborhood and you buy a lotto ticket. And let's say it's Wednesday and the lotto winning numbers are announced that night at like 8 p.m. So what are you doing? Are you sitting around waiting or are you doing things during the day? Maybe you sort of forget you bought a ticket, you forget to listen or look at the winning numbers. Maybe you already threw away the ticket by accident. So just notice that space. And anything that's come up, I'd like you to put it in a new rose out in front of you. And let's think about how the winning numbers are being read or maybe they're announced somehow that you're, you can hear it or see it. And let's imagine that every one of your numbers is read out loud or it's right there on a piece of paper and you realize that you won. Just notice that feeling of winning. Notice what happens all over your space. Notice if you can really hear that. So let's pretend you just have a winning lotto ticket. We're not even discussing the amount. It's just a winning ticket. So what would you do? Would you call your sister? Would you be quiet for a minute? Would you like crack open a bottle of something and make your way through that and ignore what just happened? (laughs) Or would you celebrate it? Would you check out from that winning energy? Is it too much to handle for you? So just notice that winning space. And that there doesn't have to be an other, like winning and losing. There could just be the winning. Just notice where that sits in your space. It might be in your aura. It might be buried in the back of a chakra. Just notice that space. Notice where you might have already started berating yourself for gambling in the first place. (laughs) Or for being happy that you won. But that means that someone else can't win that day. Like, notice if you're doing that sort of line of questioning. You know, and sometimes with the lottos or lotteries, there are multiple winners. So it's not like someone can have it and the other one can't. But that is uh, part of the money space, is that exclusion type of energy. So if you feel that, and in our scenario, you have a winning ticket. But in that winning ticketness, you sort of feel like something is getting excluded. I'd like you to release that energy into that rose. So sometimes we get into the math and the statistics of how it's all supposed to happen as if to prove or explain what just happened, that you have this winning ticket. So somehow it's, 
uh, a way of using math to get you sort of out of this energy or into an energy where you can handle having a winning ticket. It's something about proving the energy that it exists, but you already have the winning ticket in this scenario. So it's kind of like you're using math to explain yourself or to get you to a place where you're escaping, checking out from this scenario. So I'd like you to look at where you would like to be in your body, enjoying all the feelings of having a winning ticket. Maybe you're going to be happy or scared or sad or confused or playful or weird. Whatever those are, where would you like to be in your body when that happens? Would you like to be in your head? Would you like to be in your heart? Or somewhere else? So any energy that sort of comes up that you'd like to release, I'd like you to use that rose out in front of you. Release it into that rose. And let's just keep that rose around, see how big it gets. So I'd like you to notice if you're getting a little grabby with the waves right now, as if somebody's going to take it away. Are you worried that someone in this scenario is going to take away your winning ticket? But at this point in the scenario, you just have the ticket. You haven't really gone to pick up your winnings yet. So there's nothing to take away except maybe the ticket itself. So do you know where to go collect your money if this happens? In real life, I'm asking. Or are you already dredging that hot, that hike into that government office to pick up your check? So just notice that space. <laughs> I had so many problems saying that. So are you dreading going to the government office to pick up your check? Notice that space. Does it seem too complicated? So why play the lottery at all? (laughs) Like, do you know how it works in real life? And could you find out? It's just a scenario that we're talking about. So anywhere in your space that you're like, ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. (laughs) I want you to just let that energy go out into that rose. And for now, I'd like you to just explode that rose, release it, let it go, create a new one. And so out in front of you, we're still looking at a rose. This one's fresh. We haven't filled it up yet, but we're still in our scenario. We just have a winning lotto ticket and we're going to figure out how to pick up our winnings So who do you tell if this were to happen? Personally, I've been really fascinated by this question for many years now and asking the question around um, who is around me that could handle this great news. 
And who else might ask other questions like they might ask you for money? You know, who would be just laughing in your face thinking it's hilarious that you won or not believe you? It's like, what kind of reaction do you want? If you were to have this kind of unexpected windfall. Do you want people to be at ease? Think it's funny? Think it's no big deal? What would give you more space? Do you feel contracted or expanded? Just notice that space and any of that energy you want to release, let it go out into that rose out in front of you. So back in our scenario, we have a winning lotto ticket. We're going to figure out how to collect our winnings. Um, And so we haven't really identified the amount yet. But are you already noticing that you suddenly want some little piece of revenge? This is a very weird human phenomenon. So do you have a feeling of competition where you beat out all these other people in your life? because of this new money space you're going to be in? Are you shoving your winnings in the face of an old ex? Or maybe some of those school-age bullies? Or the mean girls? Or the popular girls? Or the popular crowd? Are you helicoptering into your high school reunion in this scenario? Are you showing it off? Are you showing off your yacht? (laughs) Personally, I'm a Ferrari girl myself, so that's kind of where I go in this scenario. Which brings me to, okay, so you've done all this spiritual work. You've made all this money in the lottery, and you've got your check now. And so let's go do some shopping. (laughs) What would it be like? Would it be a Ferrari for you? Maybe it's a vacation or a house or a summer house. Or a big fat watch. Or maybe you're going to squirrel it away and hide it away from everyone. No one will ever know. So I'd like you to just notice that energy of like expansion and contraction and which one feels a little better to you. And we're just looking at this because we want to know right now in present time what feels better. To be secretive about it. To be open about it. To be flashy to be super expansive, whatever that is for you, I'd like you to just notice that space. Because you can have whatever space you want. And I'd like you to just release any other energy that says, no, you got to do it this way. Okay, great. So we have a little bit more. That roses get really big. So are you going to fight with yourself? Or maybe you've done this already by now. About how much tax you're going to have to pay for that Ferrari. Or whatever that big thing is that you're going to buy. Are you noticing you're having a strange question mark over some of the legal issues? 
Or are you already setting up some financial wizardry to escape the taxes now that the tax people are going to be after you with all your winnings? You know, where are you inserting struggle after you just won the lottery? So we won the lottery. We found our numbers. We picked up our check. We're thinking about doing a little bit of shopping, but we're already upset and struggling over the taxes or people coming after you or you have to go get the revenge now. Like, where is that other space happening? Because it's really not honoring your money space. Just notice all of those other complications and they may not be yours this lifetime. And they may be coming from other friends and family. So anywhere that is lurking in your space, any of those little puffs of fog that might be floating around, I'd like you to just release that into that rose out in front of you. And I'd like you to just explode that rose. Release it, dissolve it. And I'd like you to put up a new one. So just have that new rose out in front of you. So I bring up some of the tax kind of stuff because that starts to light up that idea that uh, having money could be a problem. And in some countries, this really is a problem. And you can't have people know around you about your good fortune. And I did live in another country, and this was told to me. So sometimes it can be dangerous if you have, you know, an ex that's super jealous, envious, or litigious. And so sometimes the minute you're already thinking about winning the lottery, you're already thinking about the legal stuff that might come after or that you might have to handle something having to do with some legal crisis. That's going to flare up. So anything about that, that is in present time or not in present time, I'd like you to release that energy into that rose out in front of you. Because sometimes what the rest of the society around you is doing or thinking or their set of beliefs may not be what's going on for you on the inside. Your style might be different. And so sometimes when we hit sort of those pictures or energy or um, those charges of energy around different money things, it's sometimes easier to just use a blanket statement like money is the root of all evil. Or maybe you just ignore the whole money space entirely just because you don't want to get close to those things, let's say having to do with taxes and money and the legal and all that. But it doesn't need to be that way. But sometimes the energy starts to collect around these topics before anything's ever happened. And we were just playing with the scenario of a winning lottery ticket. So any other of those pieces of energy floating around, I'd like you to put into that rose out in front of you. And any other energy that's floating around right now that 
is between you and making money your friend or allowing yourself to get more information or possibly understanding your spiritual beliefs about money and where that came from, I'd like you to just release that into the rose. Great. You can dissolve that rose. And what I'd like you to do for homework is to sort of think about what your money style is and where is it right at this moment. We'll do another grabby wave show all around the past lives around money because there's a lot there that you can move out of your space that will really kind of clear up this present time environment. But for now, let's think about what your style is like, um, because that money space can really support a lot of different kinds of spiritual development. And um, why would you not want that? (laughs) So anyway, it's taken me a long time to get here. I am not perfect. I don't know everything. And uh, everybody out there has some super interesting ways of working with money. So um just notice your space. You can use that sky blue for the rest of the day. And coming up next is Summer Stravic and Venus Android. surfing the psychic waves with me today on inflowradio.com you can find me on twitter at christina surfing or find me surfing the psychic waves on soundcloud or on facebook and let me know what waves you're surfing this show is brought to you by inflowradio.com the best curated talk radio network for personal development, wellness, spirituality, and conscious business.